Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, as-salatu wassalam ala rasulillah, wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, brothers and sisters. I pray your Ramadan has been going well. We are now entering the last few days and nights, and these nights include the nights that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to seek Laylatul Qadr. Laylatul Qadr, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an, by the a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan rajim that Allah indeed revealed this Qur'an in Laylatul Qadr. This Qur'an, this Qur'an that we try to complete in recitation during Ramadan. This Qur'an that we listen to in the Taraweeh during this Ramadan. This Qur'an that we try to memorize as much as possible. But remember what this Qur'an is for brothers and sisters. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an, شَحْرُ رَمَضَانَ الَّذِي أُنزِلَ فِيهِ الْقُرْآنِ هُدًا لِلنَّاسِ وَالْبَيِّنَاتٍ مِّنَ الْهُدَى وَالْفُرْقَانِ He's telling us that he revealed this Qur'an in Ramadan as a guidance for mankind and clear proofs of guidance and a furqan, a criteria for right and wrong. And more than that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an, بَعْدَ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانُ الرَّجِيمِ وَنَزَّلْنَا عَلَيْكَ الْكِتَابَ تِبِيَانَ لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ Allah revealed this on the Prophet wasallam as an explanation for everything. وَهُدًا وَرَحْمَةً وَبُشْرًا لِلْمُسْلِمِينَ And for those of us who submit to Allah, the Muslimin, those of us who submit a guidance, a mercy, and Bushra, glad tidings. This Qur'an contains the explanation and guidance for everything. So completing it in Ramadan in terms of listening or reciting is different to completing it and fulfilling it in reality. You know, in the modern world, people are running around looking for a life coach or a philosopher to give them answers of rules of life, of how to live life. Yet Allah, the creator of all living things, is the one who takes up, tells us how we should be living and giving us this clear guidance, these clear proofs of guidance, this explanation for all things. From the personal to the political, from the spiritual to the societal. In every single way, we get answers to these things. So whether it's you're seeking a way to fulfill yourself spiritually, Allah tells us, or to solve a problem of how you deal with a pandemic, or how you deal with huge wealth inequalities in the world, or how you deal with diverse communities and tribes and colors and nations, as he describes, living together in harmony on this planet. The Quran has the answers. We listen to it, we hear it, but whether we act on it and implement it and take it as our source of guidance is a different matter. When people don't seek the Qur'an for their guidance, they look to something else. 
And that's part of the reason why the world is in such a mess. They're seeking answers from a very confused secular ideology. What do I mean by confused? Confused because what people are encouraged to do personally and what the rules are for society are actually in conflict with each other. I'll tell you why. When you take uh, the secular belief that you should be free to do what you want to do, so you're encouraged to be as free as you want to be in how you speak, in how you act, and how you do everything, because freedom is the creed. Okay, so then when people behave like that in society, and they manifest that in public, and you see drug taking, and you see binge drinking, and you see drunk and disorderly conduct, or people feel they're so free that they can do what they like in the middle of a pandemic, or people take liabilities with the opposite sex to the point that the women that they're chasing feel harassed, or people speak so freely that they're abusing people on the base of their creed or their colour. That creates disorder and chaos in society, which is then solved by laws which tell people that they've crossed a line in taking drugs, or they've drunk too much, or they're disorderly, or that they're causing harassment to women, or they're pursuing hate speech. And the laws then clamp down on them for doing what they've been told to do in the first place. It's a very confused, messed up system. But if you look at the harmony with which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed his laws, his guidance, his explanation for all things, you can see a really different approach. So the personal conduct that we're encouraged to do, to be good with other people, to maintain an honourable relationship with opposite sex and not mixing in intimacy in ways which cause harm, to abstain from mind-altering substances which harm people individually and as in society, to speak words of goodness or stay silent, to view other people from different tribes and nations of different colours so that we know one another, not despise one another. These are all personal things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us how to behave. And if we violate those boundaries, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger sallallahu put systems and methods in place to correct that deviance from the behaviour that we've been encouraged to follow in the first place. Rules and laws which are supposed to be implemented by a legitimate Islamic authority. It's not down to us as individuals just to rely on ourselves to do the right things. Rather, collectively, as an ummah, we appoint an amir, a khalifa, to implement those rules and laws on our behalf. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, بَعْدَ عَوْذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانُ الرَّجِيمِ وَأَنِحْكُمْ بَيْنَهُمْ بِمَا أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ وَلَا تَأْتَبِعْ أَهْوَاءَهُمْ And rule between them by what Allah has revealed and don't follow their ahwa, their desires. So we're not supposed to be driven by desires. We're supposed to be driven by the rules of Allah and the system that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put in place keeps those checks and balances when human beings transgress them. So the system of Islam provides harmony between what we're supposed to do as individuals and the system we live under and the rules and laws we live under to guide us and set limits for us. But that legitimate Islamic authority, the Khilafah, has been absent for the last hundred years, since 1924. And in that time, 
Although many Muslims try and rush towards the ahkam of Islam to individually enact them the best they can, we've become sadly very used to things being done in a way that is not the way that Allah and His Messenger revealed to us and intended for us. We've got so used to that that we even forget that there are some rules of Islam that aren't even meant to be done by us as individuals, rather by the appointed Khalifa who act, enacts them on our behalf. Whether they are rules related to economy, political life or global affairs. You can see in a current situation like the COVID-19 pandemic, Islam gave a way of dealing with this. So Islam gave a way of isolating the region where the outbreak ha happens. And within the areas where the outbreak is occurring, separating the healthy people from the sick people and providing a health system to provide treatment for people and to compensate people who might be suffering economically because livelihoods are affected. All of that is part of the tibiyana li kulli shay that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives, the explanation for all things. But these things cannot be enacted without a government, without an Islamic government, without khilafah effectively. Because who is going to enforce the boundaries of the quarantine of the region of the outbreak? Who is going to decide whether people who come from a different country, in and out of your country, are allowed to come there if that country is affected by plague or by a pandemic? Who is going to be the one who provides the health service for people to cure them? Who is going to be the one that is going to compensate people economically when they are struggling to get food, clothing, shelter because their businesses are not functioning or because the breadwinner in the house is not able to go out and work? All of these things require a government. All of these things require a khalifa who enacts them on behalf of the ummah. So brothers and sisters, in this month, as we approach the last few days, the last few nights, and we are listening to this Qur'an, and we are all trying to connect with this Qur'an, please remember, this Qur'an came as a guidance, and a mercy, and an explanation for all things, and a glad tidings for the Muslimin, the ones who submit to Allah, the ones who want to take this guidance, and enact it, and implement it. And that means, brothers and sisters, you and I need to work hard, need to make an effort to work for Islam, work for Khilafah, so that we can liberate humanity, liberate the world from this oppression and confusion of secularism that causes so much harm today. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah, are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.